Yes, indeed. It's Jonathan Gillen for KCSU Sports, and we have an exclusive interview today. Joined tonight with me is or the president of the rock climbing team, Peter Andel. Peter, how you doing? How are you? Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm uh, glad to have you on. So, well, I mean, obviously it's a rock climbing team, but Peter, let's let's say I'm completely new on campus and I've never heard of the climbing team. What is it? And what do you do? And what are the requirements? We're a rock climbing team, um, but basically we're a dedicated group of climbers that like to go out and train really hard to get really strong and climb really hard. Um, we also have competitions that we go to. We go to uh, like just local competitions, and we have regionals, and we've been to nationals every single year. We've been a team, which is awesome. Um, we've won a couple of years in uh, 2015, 2016, which is awesome. We did really well a couple years ago, and we're getting back to team strong. So uh, we're stoked about that. So you go to nationals a lot? Oh yeah, every year. Every year we send. Last year we sent about 30 kids, uh, 30 students nationals. Yeah, so we're a pretty strong team. I, f I feel like, you know, being here in the Rocky Mountains, if we didn't go to nationals, we would be, I don't know, shamed maybe. You know? Just curious, so how many, like, in a nationals, how many states and universities are involved in that, roughly? A lot? Or? A lot, yeah. I don't remember the exact number. I think it was, like, 400 students last year. I think there was something like 40 schools or something. Um, we actually, CSU is regularly the largest team there which is super cool um, we have a super strong team um, but it kind of all depends on how our basically governing board USA climbing has it set up so the Rocky Mountain region which is um, is changing this year but generally it's basically just Colorado and Wyoming um, and we have the strongest group the strongest competition here and we get to send 30 people in each division essentially to nationals um, and the other states don't get quite as many because, again, we have the strongest group here. But, yeah, so we normally send a ton. <laughs> so just random question. Are there any, like, non-mountain states that could show up? Oh, yeah. Um, like, Oklahoma has a pretty good team. Texas has a good team. Um, yeah, pretty much from everywhere because, again, it's all, it's all gym climbing now. Everyone's just climbing in gyms, and those are popping up all over the country and everywhere. And it's really a growing sport right now, which is really awesome. Okay, so uh, what are the requirements to be on the rock climbing team? Yeah, so really all we want is, is dedicated climbers who want to come and, and train hard and work really hard to get strong. Like, we really like taking everyone we can. Um, so, I mean, if you have a little bit of rock climbing experience, you have a lot of rock climbing experience, like, we'd love to have you just come and climb with us. Nice. So... We know there's nationals, but do you have uh, other smaller tournaments or competitions? Yeah, so I can kind of walk you through a little bit how a competition works. Um, so for the local ones here, just around, um, there's a couple different categories. Um, so the main three categories are bouldering, sport climbing, and speed climbing. So a lot of people, when they first hear about climbing competitions, they always ask, oh, is it just like first to get to the top? And that's not exactly how it works. So. In the bouldering competition, basically what bouldering is, is climbing like 20 feet max, um, and you just have pads below you. So you don't have any ropes or anything. You just kind of fall onto these soft, think about like pole vault mats. I mean, they launch like way higher than we do, and they just fall on these nice soft mats. That's essentially what we do. Um, and the bouldering competitions, normally what they'll be is they'll be about 30 different routes that they'll set up. And you basically have two or three hours to climb as many as you can and the hardest that you can. 
and you get more points for the more you climb and the harder ones that you climb. And that's without a safety gear? Yeah, that's that's no ropes or anything. Ooh. Again, it's just max 20 feet off the ground. Um, okay, just yeah. max 20 feet. Okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, so, so again, it's it's like pole vaulting pads. I mean, those yeah. pole vaulters launch like 25, 30 feet into the air and <laughs> yeah. come crashing down. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty safe. Um, there are, I mean, some sprained angles and stuff like that, but not really any major injuries. So there's sport and speed climbing. So sport climbing is more of your traditional rock climbing that most people think about. So that's when you have a rope and you start from the ground and you just kind of climb up a in the gyms even up to 80 foot walls sometimes um and that's what you basically do is it's similar to the bouldering where they're going to set like 30 different routes um and you have again three hours to climb as many of the hard ones as you can and the harder ones you climb the more points you get and basically you just start on the ground and go up and there's these clips as you go up that we call quick draws and you clip the rope into those quick draws as you go up but the problem is is that if you start climbing above that last place you clipped in Suddenly you're looking at, if you're five feet above it, you're looking at a 10, 15 foot fall, maybe a 20, 30 foot fall if you get higher than that. Normally the gyms are pretty safe and they have those uh, draws pretty close together, but outside it can get pretty hairy pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the last one, the speed one. Yeah. So that's actually really fun. So it's, I didn't really know a lot about it before I came here and joined kind of the competition scene and climbing and all that kind of stuff. But basically what it is, it's been the same route for the last 20 years. And people just train and train climbing the same thing over the same like 40 feet over and over and over again. But they have gotten ridiculously fast. I mean, imagine basically an Olympic sprinter just running up a vertical wall in like, it's 15 meters, so 45 feet in five seconds max. It is what? crazy, crazy fast. So if you think about the 100 meter dash is 10 seconds, right? That's about like Olympic level running. It's like, these guys are doing those 15 meters in like five and a half seconds. So it's like a bear crawl comparable. Yeah, Imagine doing a bear crawl in five and a half seconds. Yes, and but you're going straight up. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. You're basically just pulling yourself and launching to the next hold and jumping over and over again. It is really wild to watch. I highly recommend looking it up. It is very entertaining. Do you do it or is, is that just... <laughs> I've done a little bit of it. Yeah. I'm not super good yet, um, but there's some guys in the team and some girls that are crazy fast it is so impressive to watch so impressive that is so some of these competitions is it mainly just one versus one or are there like times where you have to do like a two versus two or any so so it's a fairly individual sport think about think about kind of a swim meet or a track meet where basically your your individual is competing against everybody else um, and then the team scores kind of the individual scores kind of get added up in a team lump sum um, but it's essentially just an individual sport um, Got you. It's based on individual performance, but the whole t team as a whole counts as the score. Yeah, you can yeah, get like yeah. overall scores. They yeah. like crown an overall winner at these competitions, um, and that's whatever team has scored the most points. So we talked a little bit of, of safety. What kind of safety requirements do you have to have to do this? Yeah, so, so most of the time for the gyms um, inside, it's very, very safe right now. So again, for the bouldering, you really don't have anything you just have pads on the ground and you climb up so really anybody can do it there's very little initial investment like anybody who wants to go out and climb can do it just go to a gym and do it safely please but um, as for sport climbing it's the other kind of climbing there's a couple different versions of that so there's one version that's the safest version called top roping and basically what that means is that there's a rope already set up on the top of the wall so then all you do is you get a harness um, 
and then you basically just tie in your harness to that rope that's already on the top of the wall. And then your belayer, who's the person that's kind of handling the slack in that rope, just pulls in the slack as you go up. So if you're falling, you're looking at, I mean, essentially max six inches. You kind of just lean back and the rope is just there to catch you. Um, and that's like the safest version. But once you get into a more advanced version, which is sport climbing, um, which I think is a lot more fun because it just adds that little bit of, I guess, adrenaline. Um, but that's when the rope starts on the ground. And again, I kind of already described that with you climbing up. Um, so then that requires you buying a rope. So it's a little more than just a harness. Um, but most gyms have all of this stuff available to you. Do you have a, oh, is it called a belayer? Or is that, is that use the right, right Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, perfect. Okay. Yeah, so you, you'll have a belayer in any of those roped versions. And they're essentially, I mean, you trust them with your life to, to catch you when you fall. Um, yeah. But the new belay devices, which essentially is the, the thing the rope feeds through that they can kind of control the slack with, are very, very good. Um, and they, they're called assisted braking devices, and they, they really help you catch that fall. So it's not you just basically holding the full weight of that person. It really helps you. Um, so it makes it really safe. And there's, yeah, especially inside, there's very little injuries. Do you have to wear safe. a helmet? Not inside, no. Okay. It's only for like the outdoors? Yeah, yeah, definitely wearing a helmet is recommended outdoors because it's, it's funny, but most time when you wear a helmet, it's for rocks falling on top of you. That makes sense. Yeah, rather than yeah. you hitting your head, but yeah, definitely I mean, recommended wear a helmet outside. Yeah, definitely. I got that. All right. <clears throat> yeah. So this kind of, these next two questions slightly go together. So we just talked about safety. How does, in the, I mean, the lingering question, we're in this COVID-19 world. How is the rock climbing you know, how are they functioning right now with, with the COVID-19 going on? Yeah, so so I've, so I've some gyms aren't even open, and that just depends on the state you're in and all that kind of stuff. But the gyms that are open are trying to be very safe. So basically what they do is they require masks wearing at all times, of course. Um, they make everybody coming in wash their hands as they come in. And they make sure to clean kind of all of the routes every single night to make sure everything's nice and clean and all that kind of stuff. But one of the cool things is there's one company that has come out with this thing called liquid chalk. So if you're a weightlifter or gymnastics, you're used to using chalk. And basically what it does is it just kind of keeps your hands dry so you don't sweat and slip off of the holds. Um, in rock climbing, it's the same, used the same way where you just put the chalk on so you don't sweat off. And one company has come out with a liquid chalk where it's basically just an alcohol solution that you put on your hands and it evaporates and then the chalk, only the chalk is left on your hands. And they've made it so that that alcohol solution is 80%, well, 80 proof. Um, so it actually acts as a hand sanitizer as you put the chalk on your hands. And I thought that was genius and a really good technology these days. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, really awesome. <laughs> I got to keep, I got to think of these ideas every time I hear this and I'm just like, yes, that is brilliant. Why didn't I think of that? I know, right? <laughs> I could be rich right now. Oh, well, <laughs> I'll think of one eventually. Yeah. Really quick then. So we're kind of playing for this fall. Do you have a plan then for the spring? What do you think is going to happen with that? Yeah, so we're not really sure uh, what's going to happen with the spring with the climbing team just because we're basically governed by CSU, so we are told what to do, what we can and can't do by CSU, so it's going to pretty much come down to their plan. But if we, I mean, I guess under a normal circumstance, what we've done like in the previous years is we'll basically have three practices a week at a local gym called Ascent Studio, and we all go down and meet there, and we all climb for about three hours three days a week and we just we have specific workouts to train in your different disciplines on what you need to do and then we all come together and do like a team ab and like weightlifting workout at the end and we all get really tired and really sore really quick you do a lot of pull-ups so it's actually weird pull-ups obviously like you would think are very helpful but 
I know a lot of really strong climbers who can maybe only do one pull-up. Like it's more it core is, than yeah, core it's it's a lot of core, it's a lot of uh, legs, um, it's a lot of technique. So pull-ups aren't as important as you think, which is kind of weird. But hey, <laughs> yeah, I guess now that I think about it, I mean, I've I've gone rock climbing before in the you know in the rec center, especially when I was growing up as a kid. The wreck but, is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? Just to clarify once again, are you climbing it all this far? Are you waiting for a decision? Yeah. So basically what we're kind of going to do as a team is we're just going to have virtual workouts where we kind of like join on whatever, a Zoom call, and and we all do a big core workout and a bunch of like push-ups and like a bunch of other workouts, whatever. Um, and if we get the opportunity to, to actually meet together and climb, we're, we're definitely going to make that happen. But otherwise, we'll essentially be putting out workouts for the team members to do on their own time when they go to the gym. Um, because right now we're not allowed to meet in groups of greater than 10. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to let people meet on their own with their own roommates or whatever and do the workouts. So pretty much the message right now is just we're on standby, keep in shape we can maybe have this happen any second. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. The the awesome thing about rock climbing is that for us that have the equipment and the knowledge to go outside, a lot of us have just been going climbing outside as much as we possibly can just because it's safer than going inside at this point. Yeah, it's optimist. And I'm hoping, you know, and I, I believe that everything will return to hopefully normal or whatever normal is anymore. What would a normal semester be like? Yeah, so I mean, we'd start right about now, and we'd basically join up and start start doing practices, and we start working, and we have a training regiment that kind of gets us really strong right before winter break, and then we get that break, and we go back down, and then in spring semester is really when our real season kind of starts. So we'd still be doing the same three practices a week, um, trying to get really strong. We really ramp it up, kind of starting in spring to get really strong for those competitions coming in. Yeah pretty much that would be a normal semester and we try to go to as many comps as we can and it's kind of weird and it always changes on what competitions and tournaments are out there for us each season so we kind of just look around and go to as many as we can normally um air force hosts one down in colorado springs we drive down to boulder has one we normally host one here um so we try to just go to as many of those as we can and have fun nice once again i am joined by president of the rock climbing club team Peter Candell, and we are having a conversation about what the amazing rock climbing team does. So Peter, let's go back. So when do you typically climb during the week? Is it a weekend thing? Is it during? Yeah, so so as a team, we normally, well, it kind of depends on the days, depending on what we can get a location to practice at, essentially. Um, but normally we do Monday, Wednesday, Thursday is our actual team practices. But pretty much everybody on the team climbs every other day besides that normally taking one or two rest days in the middle of the week but the as a lot of the, the dedicated climbers know we go we go pretty much every single day yeah we climb as much as we possibly can <laughs> as much as school allows you huh yeah yeah <laughs> i mean that's one of the best things about you know, a hobby or a sport is this is so much fun you just can't get enough of it yeah it, it really is it's so much fun it's such a good workout it's just a really fun thing and Especially when you're climbing outside, it takes you to so many beautiful, beautiful places um, and just brings you kind of all around the country and the world if you want to take you there. Um, And you get to climb in all these amazing places with so many people. It's just a really awesome sport. And the community in rock climbing is one of the best communities that I've ever met. Everyone is so nice and so welcoming. Like, you'll just go to the gym and you'll start bouldering on your own or whatever. 
and you'll meet like a group of like five people and you'll all start climbing together and you'll climb with them that day and then next week you'll see the same group again you'll, you'll make brand new friends every single day you go it's just it's an awesome community <laughs> that's that you're getting me me pumped up. that's that's awesome so you know you talked about seeing some beautiful locations what is the most memorable climb you have ever had that you can say you can say a couple too yeah memorable climb i mean just this summer i was out and i was really lucky enough to go to yosemite valley and i got to climb there and those i mean you just get these two thousand three thousand foot walls and you just I mean, you, it takes all day and you climb up them and there's just, the rock is so perfect and so beautiful and the setting, there's all these waterfalls around you. Like, it was just really one of the most scenic and beautiful places to climb in the world. But memorable climbs, oh, there are so many. I guess just for areas and <laughs> memories, um, one of the my favorite areas right now to climb in is just north of us, about an hour north in Wyoming. It's called Vedavu. Um, and it's kind of pops up in the middle of nowhere and a bunch of these rocks just appear basically out of the flatlands of Wyoming and It's known for a type of climbing called off-width climbing where it's basically imagine a Foot-wide crack or two foot wide crack and you just kind of jam half your body in it and you just Press in every direction and try to keep yourself off the ground and you kind of wiggle yourself up and it's really hard and really weird but it makes for some really fun climbing. And that's in Southern Wyoming, you said? Yeah, Southern Wyoming, just in between Cheyenne and Laramie. So okay. really, really close. Okay, so that's, yeah, that's just right up good old 287. Oh yeah, 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 it's right here. I think that's one of the best things about CSU is that there's just so much to do. Whether you're the type of outdoor sports you wanna do, like, you know, mountain biking, well, there's mountains. You wanna do regular biking? Well, we got planes. We got highways. Yeah, I we got mean, it all. You know, uphill, downhill. We we have yeah. it all. Most, most of the uh, most of the climbers that I know do all kinds of other sports. Whether they do, they go out into Poudre Canyon or Clear Creek or wherever and go fly fishing. They go hiking. They mountain bike. A lot of snow skiers. They drive down to whatever mountains they like to go to down there. Um, yeah, it's just we all like being outdoors. Yeah, that's that's great. All right, so Peter. Where can our listeners find out more information about the Climbing Club? Please join our Facebook or just visit our Facebook group um, at CSU Climbing Team on Facebook. Or you can email Climbing at Gmail to find out more about us. Nice. All right. Well, Peter, it was amazing having you on. I really hope that we get some more competitions back because I would love to maybe Me too. Do a Me too. I know you are too, oh, but... Yeah. Right now, we're just kind of waiting for the word. Hopefully, we can get something because it would be really cool to do another segment with you. Hopefully, this semester, maybe talking about a tournament or a competition. I know I would love to do that, and I know I'm sure a lot of our listeners would love to hear about yeah, it. Yeah, well. there there are some some in the works um, possibilities that we're gonna have some weird virtual tournaments. Not sure how those are gonna work out. Um, I'm assuming they're just gonna be each team goes to their respective gyms and they they climb whatever outs are there but i will definitely keep you updated and let you know if that all works out that actually could work thinking about it you could put a you know a zoom call or a google meet right and just turn it around show the rock climbing happen and then have a you know referee on the he's the host i don't know or yeah the it'll, it'll be a little weird just because <laughs> every gym is different every gym's got different holds like it'll it won't be a perfect competition but we'll we'll see how it works i have i have high hopes peter it's 2020 there's nothing weird anymore oh that's okay. you know what i forgot <laughs> I'm, i apologize i apologize no this is great 
All right, everyone, that was Peter Kandel, the president of the Rock Climbing Club. What a pleasure to have him on. Yes, it's the first of the month, which means a club sports interview. We're going to find out more about these clubs with exclusive interviews, and those will come at the first of the month. So stay tuned for more podcasts with the KCSU Sports Sundays podcast. For KCSU Sports, I'm Jonathan Young, and I'll catch you next time.